The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC presents the Pismo Beach Today Show. If it's happening in Pismo Beach, it's on Pismo Beach Today. Now, here's your host, Anita Schauer. Oh my gosh, it's Sunday, February 12th, 2023. Good afternoon and welcome to the Pismo Beach Today Show. My name is Anita Schauer and I am your desired radio personality. You know, we're in our eighth year. Oh, my gosh. Last week's special guest was Rebecca Britton and Dan Rushing. And we had a conversation with both of them regarding the Boys and Girls Club. One in Oceano that is actually now in all of the schools. There's a room for them at the schools. And the other one, the Railroad Center, it's called the Boys and Girls Club in Santa Maria. Please listen to the podcast and get a wealth of information from these two individuals. It was really very interesting. And today we have Dana Cummings with us, so please stay tuned. We're going to find out what Dana's been up to and what's on the schedule for 2023. Thank you. We want to thank the sponsors of the show. We have uh, Dr. Electric, Robert Robert, because your electrical health is his main concern. Miss Etiquette teaching manners to adults and children. There's going to be manners taught in the summer at Grover Beach. Diamond Jewelry and Loan with their spectacular location in Santa Maria, California. Go in and see Bobby. Tell her you heard this on the radio. Ask her to look in the back for all those beautiful guitars she has. And maybe the electric blue guitar is still there. Location is Miller at East Main, 805-314-2028-805. 314-2028. And Jim Dritzis of Dritzis and Company for all your accounting and tax accounting questions. And Jim will be on in April to tell us what's new with the with our best friend, the IRS. And Bruce Van Fork of Finn Seafood Restaurant on the beach at the end of Grand Avenue. And remember, Bruce has wonderful food, terrific music going on, and that he's a real proponent of the Five Cities Homeless Coalition, always helping them with their fundraisers. Dr. Dan Kopp of the Kopp Dental Group, and that would be Dr. Dan Kopp, Dr. Mike Roberts, and Dr. Alina True, 543-5321, 543-5321. So Dr. Kopp's rating for 2023, 100000000000000 trillion. 550 million, several billion, and nonstop super gajillion. And Pismo Dice with Pat McCann. Remember, you may go to Blast and Brew on Price Street in Pismo Beach and buy lots of items that are for sale that say Pismo Dice and buy some wine. Or go to Costa de Auto Wine Tasting Room in Santa Maria. Or even better than that, go down to Splash Cafe. And have some wine with your clam chowder and lots of butter. Sierra Body Shop, Grover Beach on beautiful South 4th Street. 
Remember, they have a courtesy estimate for your repair and they give you a courtesy ride in a vehicle to and fro and fro and to. And my special hello to Johnny today. Hello, Johnny. So go see them. 481-3855. 481-3855. Royal Grandy Home and Garden, 1578 West Branch Street behind Carl's Jr. 20,000 square feet of everything you need. Might be 20,000 square feet of things that you didn't know you need, but you do. 779-3080. Sale going on. And hello to Doug McMillan and his two fine restaurants as sponsors, Rose's Restaurante and Ada's Fish House. Please call for our information, food information, and whether or not you need a reservation, 773-0551, 773-0551. Roxy Buchanan at the Natural Toolbox. Store opens at 10 a.m. daily. And remember that Roxy is an expert on do doTERRA essential oils. She knows all about them and she has them right there in the store. We welcome Kautz's Chevron 13th at Grand Avenue, Grover Beach. Wow. I was in there the other day. You cannot imagine all the things that are in there for sale. And I told you about the gloves. You have to go in there and see all these different kinds of gloves because if you work on your car, you should have gloves on. And remember, they have food. They have wine. They have beer. They have hot dogs, ice cream, more ice cream, and more ice cream. They have a car wash in the back. Please go in there. Great people. Elizabeth Head Insurance Services now located on West Grand Avenue at 9th Street, Grover Beach. To find all about, find out all about owning an umbrella and owning an umbrella policy, call Elizabeth Head. She'll tell you all about an umbrella policy. Very important to add that. 481-5324. 481-5324. And the United Way of San Luis Obispo County. Tax season is here. I'm waiting for my information on the internet site so I can relay that to you. Meanwhile, call them if you want some information before I can get it to you. 541-1234. 541-1234. And Brenda, our wonderful human being and my Cracker Jack realtor in our area. Give her a call, 805-801-6694, 801-6694, and uh, let Brenda know what kind of real estate you're looking for and where you are looking, and let her help you, please. Splash Cafe. Remember to go online while you are waiting in line to go into the cafe and read about the Splash products. And they will deliver them to your home, including cakes, beautiful cakes. What else? And they'll deliver the clam chowder to you and baked goods and all their spices. Do that for me, please. They're wonderful people. Remember to always check the activity guide. Call Colleen for information on usted 773-7063. 7737063 activity guide was sent out in December you can probably get another one if you call be sure you read it 
Muy importante. I'm practicing my Spanish today. Pismo Beach City Council meetings are open to the public. Lots of fun. Sure learn a lot about the city. First and third Tuesdays of every month. Pismo Preserve open as long as it's not raining or as long as it's not the day after a rain. Questions? Call the Land Conservancy. They know everything. 544-9096. 544-9096. And remember, the visitors... Center is on the pier in one of the airstreams. Go talk to those lovely people. They would like that. Farmer's Market will start April 5th. It will go to October the 5th, 4 to 7 p.m. Mr. Buck is in charge again this year. And remember to bring your cloth reusable bag. They do not give out plastic. Hooray! There are two beach wheelchairs available to you, courtesy of the city of Pismo Beach. Call from information 773 2422. You want to make sure they're not both out on the beach at the same time. 773-2422. And they are located inside the Sandcastle Inn at the beach. Thank you to all the volunteers who clean up the beach, the pier plaza, the pier every Sunday morning beginning at 8 a.m. And remember, there's no smoking downtown Pismo Beach. No smoking at the outlets. If you have to smoke, take your butt with you. Symphony starts up on February 11th. No, nope, that's wrong. That's the gala. February 11th is the Symphony Gala. It's their major fundraiser. Last Saturday night was the Symphony. Now we're going to go into March, and I'll tell you about that later on. If you want tickets to anything that they're doing, 356-1338, 356-1338. And now may I present Dana Cummings, who probably came back from somewhere just to be here. Am I right? I def you are correct, my dear. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I was just down in Puerto Rico last week, and I'm off again on Friday to go do some stuff on the East Coast. So. Well, per Puerto Rico is fun. I have a former sister-in-law who's from Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty nice spot we're going to be doing we're launching events down there in march so we're just getting everything ready to go are, are they uh, as helpful as the as the whole team up here in pismo beach oh most definitely they've been great very gracious very open very 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 helpful uh, oh good you have a place to stay yeah i got a guy down there alejandro who's uh offered his house to our team and we've got about 10 people coming from from the states to go down there um and so it's great we've got actually it's, it's kind of it's actually it's even cooler than that we've got so we're we only bring down our key uh, instructor staff to do events like that but we've got instructors coming from england wales uh the east coast west coast um uh, of, of the u.s and so it's, it's really cool you must be very excited that it's all coming to into place i am well and it's great because we're you know because of all the things that we're we've been doing through the years um you know when we apply for grants and everything we highlight you know all the activities that we do you know all over the country and obviously here in pismo beach with worlds and our our, our weekly events and our clinics and so i was able to secure us a grant to uh to make this happen down there um and to serve you know local uh folks with disabilities veterans and first responders there so it's just a really great uh thing to see that the program is able to expand based off the off of uh what we've been able to do in the past 
Do you have a, a specific grant writer or are you looking for one? We are always looking for folks to help with that stuff. I mean, you're talking to our 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 lead grant writer right now. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, but we've got, I mean, we've got some folks helping also right now. We've just, just had a couple guys sign on to help us, uh, this guy, Jeff and this guy Lee, but we, if, if people out there hearing this and can help us with that, it's, it's really, it's, it, it makes a big difference to have that help and we, and we need it for sure. And then people are always asking me, how is all of this funded? I said, with your hard earned money that you'd like to donate to AmpSurf, that's how it's funded yeah no it's true like it's just i mean it's all done by i mean everything we do is done based off sponsorships and donations and grants um and the great thing about our program i gotta say is you know we don't have like, a, like i don't get paid like i do this all pro bono i've been doing it for 20 years um and so we don't have a huge like right now we have one paid employee and that's jessica our office staff person and she's only part-time so when people donate to AmpSurf their money is 99% of their money that they're donating is going to support these programs and to expand the programs. And I believe last time you were on, we talked about what do you do with all these wetsuits that people want to donate to you and the uh, surfers? Yeah. So when people donate wetsuits, surfboards, whatever they donate, we put it right back out and, and either put it in circulation and use at our events and, or we give it to the participants that come out. So a lot of times, you know, we've got, you know, brand new surfers coming out and we don't want to have, uh, you know, the cost of buying a wetsuit or other gear to be a, to be a hindrance to them in getting involved in the sport. And we also understand that a lot of folks that take part in our program are also on very limited, um, uh, incomes, either whether it be, you know, they're on social security or they're, you know, living off a VA pension or something like that. And so, if that's one more barrier we can break down for them by providing them with that with that wetsuit um, or other surf gear that we can do, uh, we want to do that as much as we can. And um, so that's what we do with those wetsuits. And do you transport all of that down to the site where you're going to be? For instance, when you go to Puerto Rico, are you going by yourself and then you're going to bring all this with you or does it come on? Does it go by transport? Yeah, so that's what I was doing down there last week. So we we uh, used one. We took one of the vans and one of our trailers that we've had for several years, and we stocked that all out with all the gear that we need to run events down there. And two weeks, three weeks ago, um, Lee drove that cross country to Jacksonville, Florida, and we loaded it up on a ship. And then last Monday and Tuesday, I spent the two days at the port getting that process through in Puerto Rico and released. And so now we've got all that gear there. So when we, when we go down there in March, we'll have everything we need to, to run a successful event on site. Including transportation. Cause you loaded that as well. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We've got the, wow. the vans, the vans there, everything's there. Yeah. And so, and like, that's the thing too. Like, so the van that we sent down there, so, you know, we're not spending, you know, $70,000 on a new van, you know, we work with our partners at Ride On, and when they've got vans that they're cycling out from their transportation program, we buy their old vans from them at a at a at a at a very discounted rate that Mike gives us. And so, you know, that van cost us a thousand dollars. You know, and so no, we're really good. We do a really good job of not, you know, wasting 
fun. No, you don't waste the money because the money and being and and being thrifty with it because we couldn't we couldn't do what we do if we didn't do that. And so, yeah, you know, and so like that van, you know, we spent a thousand dollars for the van, and we get it all. You know, they take make sure it's all good to go, and then we take it, we get it, get the logos on it with our partners at at the at the screen printing place, and then. You know, we ship that down there. So, you know, we're able to do so much more by being, you know, being thrifty and frugal with that, with that stuff. It makes and and it just it just makes that extends those those funds that people you know so generously you know sponsor us with to do more. So, so when you are in Puerto Rico, will you have a large audience watching as as well as maybe twenty participants? Yeah, we hope so. So right now, you know, we're we're you know everybody's signing up and and uh, and getting plugged in so i think right now we're about halfway full already for the two days of events uh down there and so we've got i think 30 30 something people signed up already we've partnered you know we're partnering with the va we're partnering with a couple different surf schools we're partnering with some restaurants down there um and so yeah we're putting together a heck of a group to make it all happen down there you've not been there before no, this is our first time, you know, my, my trip this last week was my yes. first time ever being in Puerto Rico. Well, um, how did you find a connection so that you knew exactly where to go? How does that come about? Oh, well, so, so through our other programs, like our, you know, we, you know, we've been hosting the world parasurfing championships right. for the last three years. And, and so through that and through, you know, other connections with our ISA partners and stuff like that was able to connect with the uh, Puerto Rican Surfing Federation and their athletes. And so that kind of started building those bridges. And then, you know, the VA is one of our biggest partners. We handle all their adaptive surf programs around the country. And so by working with them, we connected with the Puerto Rican uh, VA uh, rec therapists and stuff like that. And so, yeah, just, just by, you know, making, doing all that networking that you have to do just like any other program, you know, we we're able to make those connections and 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 get it all together so that we can make it happen. And, you know, it's it's funny. So like the house that we're staying at is owned by a veteran who uh, splits his time between Boston and Puerto Rico. And so he he's offered his house down there for us to use for all of our all of our team that's going down. there. He's got a five bedroom house and he's and so that's where I stayed last week. And it's just really cool, like stuff like that. So we're not having to incur, you know, thousands of dollars to put people up in hotels and Airbnbs or something like that. We've got a house that being donated, um, you know, so all these little things make that possible to, to, you know, push the program out there even more. When you're down there this first time with all these people, is this a three, four or five day event? So it'll be a three-day event down there that we're doing this to start off so we're going to do so we're doing an instructor course down there so we can train local instructors um so the idea is you know we you know we got this grant to fund making this one event happen you know but we don't want to just do a one and done somewhere we want to make it so that you know we can perpetuate you know have it be a self-perpetuating program and so you know getting the van and trailer there and all that gear there training local instructors you know, it's a way to for us to expand our program there uh, to a more permanent basis. And so the idea is, you know, we'll get local, have local gear, have local trained staff, local volunteers, and then they can, you know, in the coming months and years, they can do more events. So my hope is that, you know, we'll do at least one more event down there this this year. 
And then, you know, next year, maybe we do three or four events and just keep building on what we're building right now. How's the water? Is it cold? Oh, my gosh. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's 80 degree water and 80 degree wet. Uh, it's yeah, it's definitely. Well, not to think, too, like we're looking at this as one of those spots. So we have we have chapters in the northeast in New York and New England. And so they shut down completely come, you know, mid-September, they're done for the year and they don't start up again until June. So one of the things we're looking at for like this expansion into Puerto Rico is that during the winter months, the folks on the East Coast could go to events in Puerto Rico. Yes, that's right. Um, and because it's very, I mean, you can get a round trip ticket for $200 to Puerto Rico from like New York. Uh, and so, you know, that's another avenue we're looking at is running, you know, for lack of a better way to put it, like, you know, surf rehabilitative surf retreats for our east coast folks to go down there and be able to you know enjoy the surf and everything and you have recently been to the east coast i go so i go to the east coast so how i i i split my time between maine and here in, in pismo beach i uh that's how i make my money i have i have rental properties back there um, and so like I'm flying, you know, I leave, I drop my kids off at school tomorrow morning and then I catch a flight to the East coast and I fly back on Thursday. Um, and so I'm back and forth all the time running, running my, running my, uh, my properties and my, and the amp surf and helping them and the amp surf programs on the East coast. And then back here running, running stuff out of here. So I'm, I'm back and forth usually once to twice a month to the East coast. You enjoy that, don't you? That running around, you little globe trotter. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's it's a crazy kind of you know. I mean, I have friends who are like, how do you do that? But I just look at it like you know, some people commute, you know, to the office every day somewhere. Uh, to me, that's my commute, you know, and and I just do it. And it's actually it's cheaper for me. So, like I said, I make my money, you know, rental properties and stuff like that, and. It's cheaper for me to fly back there and do a plumbing job or an electrical job or, you know, I'm rebuilding a, a, a variety store right now, you know, to hire the higher contractors to do that job would cost me thousands. I can fly back there for round trip for less than $500 and probably save $10,000 in a week. That's right. Yeah. You know, and so it just, it may seem kind of crazy, but it works. So you have areas in Florida where you where you have amp surf situated or not? No. So we've done we do events in Florida and we've done events in the past in Florida, uh, but we don't have a we don't have a chapter in Florida. We've always uh, handled it from our northeast chapters going down to Florida and doing it down there. Um, and and so we would love to see a chapter start up in Florida. We've, we've got tons of people that would that want us there, but we don't have. We, we haven't been able to get the boots on the ground, so to speak, to make that happen. Um, and so we just we just use our gear and our team from the Northeast to go down there and do things when we do things in Florida. And and they like that. They don't mind that at all. No, because you get a, I mean, that's the thing. Like we think of, you know, California, I mean, we're one big state and we're, you know, we're 90 percent of the West Coast. And, you know, even though on the East Coast, you've got to drive through, you know, 10 states to that's get right. there it's actually shorter in distance than it is to go from Northern California to San Diego. And so it's, it's not that it's, it's like my, I get a brother who drives from Florida to Maine in a day. 
like just no stop. Yeah, like he drives literally the whole. You know, he'll drive however many hours that is in in one day. He just you know gets puts it in lockdown mode and just goes. You know, and so no, we've done events. We've like we've done in the past. We've done what we call East Coast weeks, where we do we start in Maine and we do a beach every day, another beach every day, and work our way all the way to Florida, and then end in end in St. Augustine, Florida, and then we drive back. Um, and so it's just, it's just, it's just different because, you know, you can drive, like when I drive from Maine to New York for events, you know, I drive through six states, but it's only, it's only a six hour drive right. you know, from here to here to San Diego, you know? Yeah. They're uh, all in pieces. Yeah. I mean, the states are so tiny back there that it's, it's not that hard to do. So tell me, is St. Augustine welcoming to you? Oh yeah, no, everywhere we've we've done stuff has always been welcoming. It's very rare that we find. I mean, once people find out what we're doing and why we're doing it, and I mean, they just they love it, you know. And, and it's really, and that's a great thing about what we do, you know. It's you know, it's always well. I should ask knock on knock on wood or something, you know. You know, the community support. We couldn't do what we do if we couldn't get the local community support. It's just you can't just pull into somewhere and just boom do this like you've got to have local people there that are willing to volunteer their time and their efforts to to make it work you know as so you, even go ahead. go ahead well as you said once they see you and find out what you're doing then there are the arms open up don't they yeah yeah i mean it's it's yeah we've we've been very very lucky in that people have very have always been very receptive to what we're doing and 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 once and yeah especially once they see it you know, and that's the great thing, you know, with, you know, today's social media and, and everything, you know, a couple clicks, I can send someone a YouTube video or whatever of, you know, this is, this is what we're doing. And, and then once they wrap their head around that, it's, it's, cause a lot of times if I just, you know, if I cold call, you know, whatever beach somewhere and say, Hey, yeah, we want to take, you know, disabled vets and kids and stuff out in the water. And they're like, they're thinking, oh my gosh, you can't take, you know, people with disabilities in the water. Because they're just, you know, most people's mindset is thinking that, you know, folks with different living with different conditions can't do stuff like that. And once we show them, hey, look, anybody can do this stuff. You just got to have to make sure you get the right, you know, support system in place for them. And when we show them that we've got that support system, that we, you know, that we're trained and that we have, you know, people that are certified and how to do the sport and work with different uh, conditions that people are living with, um, it all that kind of changes. And they see, I mean, we first started, you know, people thought we were, you know, out of our, out of our minds to, to, to talk about doing it. And, you know, once, once we were able to do a few events and thank God, you know, Pismo beach had, had faith in us and believed in what we were doing, uh, you know, back in the day, you know, it's been 20, this is our 20th year of doing this. And so it's, it's amazing how much it's changed, um, and how much more access there is these days compared to 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago, you were almost by yourself out there. Well, yeah, I mean, 20 years ago, we didn't, I mean, there are other adaptive surfers out there, but we didn't know it. Okay, there was no Facebook or Instagram or any of that stuff. Any of that. And, yeah, and so we didn't know there's anybody else out there. So we were starting this out. I mean, you know, now hindsight, you know, there was, there was, a couple other programs that were had just started up at the same about the same time within a year or so of us um, and now you look at it i mean you know we're a member of the international Surf therapy organization you know 
120-something members strong globally, you know, different surf therapy organizations like ours, and, and it just keeps growing every year, and, and that's great, that's, that's what you want. And ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Dana Cummings, and we're going to take one short break, and then we're going to come back and have more conversation. Thank you. One moment, please. This is the Pismo Beach Today Show on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. Stay tuned for more with your host, Anita Shower next. to the Pismo Beach Today Show on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. Here's your host, Anita Schauer. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for staying with us. This is the Pismo Beach Today Show, and it is my pleasure, of course, to have Dana Cummings with us talking to us about Amp Surf and what's new, where he's been and where he's going. First, I want to thank Dr. Electric, Miss Etiquette, Diamond Jewelry and Loan, Jim Dritzes, the Cop Dental Group, Pismo Dice, Sierra Body Shop, a Royal Grandy Home and Garden, Doug McMillan, the Natural Toolbox, Couts' Chevron, Elizabeth Head Insurance Services, the United Way of San Luis Obispo County, Brenda Our Real Estate and Splash Cafe. You ever put Splash Cafe out in the water yet? Those two. <laughs> I'm sure I'm hey, sure Joanne's been Joanne's a surfer chick, isn't she? Well, Joanne's great. I mean, honestly, like you you go through that list of sponsors and yeah. you know, uh, half of those are people that also support our program. And Good. it's just so great to to hear you know the names of, of folks that are that are behind us as well and that knowing that they're sponsoring other great programs like your show and and, and other things it's, it's it really is a great community we have here um, it's, it's amazing and awesome well we're supposed to all work together aren't we yeah yeah no that's it's great it's it's awesome you know when you call i say okay what do you need it's real simple yeah no you're yeah you're 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 one of the great and and you've been with us for years you know and yeah i think that's i the met thing, you uh right after you began do you need stamps by the way i'm going to the post office today um i honestly don't know i'm guessing we're probably okay but i don't i i i'm very happy to say that you know because we hired jessica back in october and yes. she's been just a godsend and um I don't know if we need stamps or not. Well, <laughs> and she's not here, and she's not here for me to ask. So. Well, I, you know what? I'll get some over to you. My pleasure. Oh, thank you My so pleasure. much. So, do you have your calendar all set for the year? What you're going to be doing in our neck of the woods? And are we? Yeah. Going to, are we going to have the nationals in December 2023? Well, so we've got pretty much the calendar set from most all of our locations um, here and abroad. Um, and so right now, Pismo Beach, we, so right now we're doing, we, we're doing our, so instead of doing a lot of monthly one-off clinics, we're doing, we're continuing to do our surf on Saturdays and vet surf program. And that's bi-weekly this year. So that's the first and third Saturday of every month. And, and that's people can learn more about, 
That's here in Pismo at Addy Street. People can learn more about that. Uh, go to the website, www.ampsurf.org, and just right. go to events and then uh, and click on the, the surf on Saturday, that surf. And then we are um, also doing our Operation Restoration event in October. That'll be the weekend of October 21st and or 20th and 20th. Anyway, that weekend of October 21st. Okay. Um, and then we don't know yet about worlds. So worlds in December um, is a question mark still. We're in, we're working with, I have a meeting next week with the ISA. Uh, so every year we have to bid on that and, and work with them. Um, and it's getting, I'm not gonna lie, it's getting a little tougher each year, um, more and more places, you know, see how great it is here and they wanna host it. So we're, we're competing with not only are we competing with other towns, we're competing with entire nation states on it. So I know like this year, Portugal and Brazil are, are trying to, to bring it to their shores. Um, and so, but we'll see, you know, meeting with the ISA next week, we'll get the RFP in the next few weeks yeah. from them, and then we'll submit our proposal okay. and, and see where we come out. But I know that everybody loves coming here. Everybody, you know, if, if we end up getting it back, you'll have a great group of people coming in because they just, everybody has been so impressed with Pismo, not only the surfing, but just the community as a whole. Like they love the feel here. They love the, the, just the way the community opens its arms to them. And, and the great thing is what we have over a lot of these other places is that we've got the infrastructure already built. So, I mean, when, when the city redid the whole plaza yes. and made it so accessible, I mean, that is, uh, you know, that's a direct correlation of why we're able to do such a great job here is because the city really did a great job in, in planning that plaza out and planning the access out so that it was available and ready for everybody. Um, and so, you know, kudos to, to the, the city management, the, the, the city council members and all of them that made that all happen because it really just makes it so easy for us to be able to bring, you know, 400 people here for 1010 days and run an, an amazing event and in be, one place be, you're running it right month. there yeah yeah and so uh, it's just been amazing and and then all the community support you know not only Pismo Beach but Grover Beach all the you know all the different sponsors from the area that have stepped up to be a part of it and have, have joined joined us to to host you know just an amazing event we couldn't do it without everybody and all the volunteers and so yeah it's just been I, I mean, obviously, I'm very biased and I want to keep it here, um, you know, but, um, you know, it, 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 I'm 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 doing everything I can to bring it back. And I hope it I hope it comes back. But of course, we'll we'll support it wherever it ends up, you know, because it's, it's such a great program and a great event. And so but we really we, we really are hopeful that, that it will be back here again on our shores. Well, if there's something that any of us can do to make that happen, if you need letters written, then I'm sure all of us would be would be delighted to do that. But I know when when I pick up the phone, and you say, "Hey, we need uh, 900 sandwiches." It just makes us all so happy that we get yeah. because we want to participate. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, and that's that's the great thing is that our community is already doing everything. Just just the fact that you know we can call you up and say, "Hey, we're we're going to need you know all these sandwiches to feed these people," and 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 the and the answer is it's not. Oh, I don't know. It's like it's it's done. It's and that's, I mean, 
the fact that our community does that and does it so well, that already pays it forward because they already know what they're going to get here. They know they're going to get a high class quality program and with huge community involvement. And that really weighs heavy on those decision-making process versus a location where they don't have any of that established yet. And, and then as I, you pointed out previously, we have access to the beach the way no one has, no other place has access to the beach where you just walk down these steps into the sand, into the water. Yeah. Well, and, but on the, on the other, on the other side of that, Anita, it's not only just the walking down, it's, it's, someone can roll down to the sand That's and right. access the water. You know, our people that are, you know, over, you know, 40% plus of the athletes that compete in the world parasurfing championships, they have, they're rolling to the water. They're, they're, they're in wheelchairs and, you know, to have that access to be able to get there and then to go out there and shine, they don't, they don't have that ease of access in other locations like we have here. And may I and ask, we, because people have asked me, do, do the athlete, athletes who have wheelchairs, do they bring the wheelchairs with them or do they rent them somewhere in LA and bring them up here? Well, no, they all bring their personal wheelchairs with okay. them. I mean, that's part of their, you know, that's just part of their, their that's their life. Their, that's their life. Yeah. Um, now the beach chairs and everything, you know, we, you know, the, the city and, and we get, allows us to use their beach chairs. We have our beach chairs, you know, we have sponsors that help us. You know, those beach chairs are three to $5,000 a pop. Um, and so we have sponsors that help us like mind body and others that have helped us sponsor and get new chairs. Uh, and so, yeah, we, we put all that together so that when those athletes come here, it's, there's no question that they're going to get the support they need and, and the equipment they need to be able to get in that water and, and just shine out there on the surf. And it's a thrill to watch someone do that for the very first time. Yeah, it's amazing to watch. I mean, the first time you see somebody like I'm thinking of my, my buddy uh, Pepe down from Brazil. I mean, he competes in wave ski. Uh, he's, he's paralyzed from the waist down. But not only does he compete, he's on the Brazilian para-surf team, but he also competes in able-bodied wave ski contests because he's absolutely amazing. Oh, and, wow. And, and people are realizing a lot of these adaptive athletes, they're competing in regular contests as well. Like I compete, like I'm competing when I get back next week, I, I'm driving to Oceanside to do a contest with the WSA. Um, you know, they're not only competing against, you know, their 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 comrades and their fellow parasurfers in, in events like worlds but a lot of us are competing in regular everyday surf contests and events around the world and you keep this all straight try to <laughs> oh, I, I dropped I, I dropped the ball here and there for sure you know and i just and on that note you know you're asking about the schedule earlier yeah you know, i did want to say like so you know we've got events happening all over the world uh, this year, both in up and down the coast of California, up in Oregon, on the East Coast, in England, Wales, France, Spain, South Africa, Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, you know, and all those events, you can find a lot of them on our website. But if somebody wants to volunteer from here and go to us, we, you know, we need people at those events too. And it's great when we've got people that already know the system and know the program and can get, and can join us at those events in other places. So when you go to Spain, do you go to Fuenjarola on the Costa del Sol? So when we go to Spain, uh, the last, last year when we were, we were in Spain, we were in Pantene. 
okay. uh, which is up on the, on the north coast. Uh, this year, right now, I'm waiting for the dates, the final dates and location from the National Federation there for where we'll do our event. Um, but it will be late August. There and France will both be in late August uh, of this year. Okay, thank you. And then they'll tell you where you're going to be. Yeah, so they've got to, I mean, just like we've got to, you know, deal with all of our, you know, permitting and municipalities and, and every, all different locations setting everything up they're they're doing the same thing there for their programs and so once they get that finalized we should know and we're, we've been we were shooting to have everything locked in by uh end of january but we should know in the next couple of weeks where those locations will be and ladies and gentlemen you are listening to dana cummings we're talking about the schedule for amster for this year so we have august covered we have October. We hoped that we're going to have the Worlds here in, in December. And then uh, is it is it quiet the 4th of July or are you somewhere the 4th of July? So 4th of July, we actually don't do anything the 4th of July weekend. We've learned, we've tried to do events over that weekend and and it just does not work. It doesn't work. <laughs> it, uh, okay. it just, it, uh, um, you know, people want to do things with their families and everything else. And, and so we, uh, and and we and we want to respect not only you know the participants but but our volunteers our volunteers give a lot and we we don't want to abuse that relationship we want to you know make sure that they're they've got time free time so we like we used to do a clinic every month um uh year round i remember and, that and yeah we had a lot of people get burnt out and so we've kind of and that's why we went switched to the doing the surf on saturday program and vet surf every other week because it's, it's just it's a very so at a regular clinic we have 24 participants and you need about 50 volunteers at a surf That's on right. saturday vet, vet surf program we we limit it to four new people each week and so we don't have to have such a large group out there it's just a much smaller uh footprint and it's just much more manageable and easier on everybody and people don't get burnt out on it and when you so talk much. to these new people and they've never been in the water, what is their biggest fear? Is it fear itself of the water? No, I mean, most people, I mean, you have people that are scared of the water for sure. Um, you know, and then you've got the folks, you know, they're worried about the sea life and stuff like that. But most people aren't, they're not so scared of the water or the sea life. It's just a new experience. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of gets their anxiety going a little bit. But we do, I mean, I got to say, our volunteers do such an amazing job of working with people, keeping people calm. You know, we, you know, we, we go through a training on the beach so they know exactly what's going to happen. They know how deep we're going to go in the water. I mean, we don't take people out more than waist to chest deep. And so when, if, when they're brand new and learning, because, you know, that's where we've got the most control. It's where they've got the most control. And so, like, if someone falls off their board and, and they're ambulatory, all they got to do is stand up and they're and they're fine and so yeah. you know we really we really work hard to make sure that they have a very safe environment and you know part of that is you know if you don't feel safe you won't have fun and we at the end of the day we want everyone to have a great time and have fun out there well when when they come out of the water after being in the water for the first time they must be buoyant they must be beyond thrilled <laughs> Yeah, most people are just stoked. They're just blown away at how much fun it is and how great wow. a time they had. And, and yeah, it's awesome. They just, yeah. Now, some of the people that were here, let's see, I think I met you in 2000, 
seven. People that were here then, are they still in touch with you? Uh, yeah, I mean, not everybody. No, but, but some you know, do. Don't they say, I was oh, there in 2010 and I remember you? Oh, yeah, no, we've got people that have been part of the program since 2003. And they, you know, like my friend John, who was one of the guys, that, one of the seven guys that came out for our very first event in, in 2003, he is now the lead adaptive rec therapist in San Diego, for the city of San Diego. You know, so I work with him every year for an event we do down there called Camp Wet and Wild. We have about 60 to 100 special needs kids that come out. You know, Gosh, that's a great so, title. Yeah. And so it's, it's, and it's awesome to see, you know, someone that, you know, was with us for our very first event is now leading programs down there. And, and that's a great thing too, like doing with doing worlds. And, you know, we've had people that have come out and been a part of our program through the years. I think of Nate all the time. He's a, he surfs for team Canada. Well, he learned to surf with us back 10, 15 years ago. Then he became one of our instructor staff. And then now he's surfing for his home country of Canada on their national, on their, on their national para surf team, you know, and that's a really cool story. Just, and to see that and to see him every year come and compete and, and be a part of that. I, I have to keep compete against him. He kicks my butt, you know, <laughs> but it's great. You know, I wouldn't change it for the world. You know, well, so. during the worlds, when, when you have the uh, parade of flags, that's, that's really chilling. Yeah. It's an amazing. It is uh, really something to see. Yeah. I don't call it chilling. I call it invigorating and, and it's just amazing to see. All, I mean, this year we had 180 athletes from, you know, 30 countries there. Like, it was awesome to see. And, and again, okay, there's another thing. You know, getting, like, we this year we, we uh, partnered with uh, a couple uh, a, a scout troop and a scout uh, Cub Scout pack and had those scouts carrying and leading each country um, as they walked down to that parade of nations. It was just amazing to have that and, and have that community involvement as part of the parade as well. Like, what an awesome... Thing. And what an awesome experience for those kids. Very much so. And then you want to give a shout out to the, the hotels who were so welcoming, weren't they? I mean, they just. Oh, my it. gosh. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's the thing, too. And then again, you know, our community is amazing and supportive. Great place. You know, all the all the hotel members of the Pismo Beach Hospitality Association stepping up and giving discounts and accommodating all these athletes. And, you know, because there's a lot of folks that have a lot of, you know, you know, uh, extra needs in the, in that in that community, and so to have them step up and make everything possible, and you know, this year we had that huge storm that came in that last day and knocked out power here for a couple of days. You know, they took care of everybody during all that. They did, a, did an amazing job. And then, of course, the money came in from the city of Pismo Beach, the city of, of Grover Beach. Did the Royal Grandy step in as well? Uh, we didn't partner with the Royal Grande on it, but I'm, I have no doubt that businesses, I know I know there's businesses in Royal Grande that, that supported the program and helped the athletes and gave discounts. Uh, you know, it's just uh, all the all the different, I mean, this entire community here, uh, the entire five cities community, you know, has always stepped up and done just done a great job and done right by us and done right by the folks that we serve. So we, we are very, very thankful. We all know that you're responsible for it, but we all also feel that it's that it's our event with you at the at the charge. 
Well, that's the thing too. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I might be the guy who, you know, whatever, but it's, you know, I'm one guy. This, those events don't happen without the entire team stepping up and being a part of it. And, you know, I can't go out there and, and host an event for 400 people by myself. It takes a, it takes the entire community and everybody that steps up and makes it all possible. And, and we couldn't do it without, them, you know, it's, and it's great to see, you know, I, and I hope that I do a good job conveying the thanks and gratitude that we have for all the help and support that we get from everybody, because it is absolutely amazing what they do. Well, you are always very good about that. And when, then when, uh, when you're overcome with emotion, we understand why. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit of a crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. So are your sons going to follow in your footsteps? I hope so. I hope they do. I would love it if they did. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're living up and growing up in this whole thing. So, you know, who knows what they'll do with themselves. Uh, I hope, you know, as a dad, you know, I hope that I am always, you know, giving a positive impression and, and a, and a, you know, showing them by example, the way to, to, to live a, a quality life and a way to give back. And, and I do truly believe that a life of service is the best life you get it's just true. as much out of it, if not more. Yeah. That's why we're here. We're here to serve. There's no other reason. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we have to continue doing that. Is there something more that you need from the cities to have them participate? Could they do something that we've not thought of yet or that maybe you, you have a light come on in your head and say, you know what the cities could do? What? Oh, I mean, I mean, the cities, honestly, the things they can do for us is just, is just keep supporting our programs. Keep, you know, like we apply for grants every year with the, with the different municipalities in the area. And, and they usually, you know, they help us out and just all that support means the world to us. I mean, you know, we're, we're pouring it all right back into the program and, you know, so any support like that they can give is huge. And then, and then just making facilities and, and, you know, space available for for the different things that we're doing because we're not only doing stuff at the beach we're doing like for instance we've got a golf tournament coming up in may and and i should have talked about that more during this interview uh you know so we're doing that down here at the at the golf course on the beach here with fins oh very good may and may 20th and so you know getting getting sponsors and and allowing us just to put posters up in their in their okay. community centers and their and areas like that is makes a huge difference for all of us so is this an amp surf golf tournament yeah so we're, we haven't done one since pre-covid and so this is the first one we're doing since covid happened and judy and a lot of other volunteers are stepping up and making that possible okay uh, and so it's great to have them doing that and and making it work and and just helping us you know it's it's one of those things where, you know, we put a lot of effort into it and it, and it, it helps us out. Um, you know, obviously we're, we're trying to raise some funds to, to keep the program going and everything else, but it also helps us out just the community awareness and keeping our volunteers plugged in and, and, and keeping everybody aware of what we're doing and, and whatnot. And so, you know, we're looking for, you know, whole sponsors, uh, auction item sponsors, you know, teams to play in the tournament all that stuff. And so we're building all that stuff out right now to make that possible. Okay, but you also need, you need to have sponsors on your posters. So people who are listening, belly up, come on, let's help out now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what makes it all work is, is, you know, those people helping out and, and getting behind us, not only, you know, 
you know, physically and, and volunteering, but, but financially, it's just, it is what it is. You know, it's one of those things that we have to, you know, to keep it all working. We've got to raise, we've got to raise the funds to make it work. All right. And, and so, uh, when you have posters ready, will you let me know so that I may announce it? Yes, for sure. We're actually working on that right now. I know Jessica and Judy are, have been busting their tails, getting flyers done and posters done and everything else. And so we're hoping the next week we'll have all that stuff out. We'll have the signups ready. And the goal is to give everybody a, a, a two to three month window to uh, to get plugged in for it. Okay. And will there be a lunch or a dinner uh, at, and under the big white tent or have you worked that out yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're working with Bruce over at Finns, and he's going to um, host a lunch for everybody, and we're going to have an uh, an auction as part of it, and I think we'll probably have some live music and stuff like that. It's going to okay. be a great event. Um, I think we're looking for um, eighteen teams for the event, to, okay. um, and then you know they've got they've got sponsorship packages for it, and so. Yeah, it's looking. It's coming together really, really well. Well, that's something to look forward to. I'm all excited now. Yeah, no, it's awesome. And what's great is that it's I'm not I'm not actually having a lot to do with setting it up. The volunteers are taking it and running with it and Judy and, and her team. And so it's great. It's it's one thing uh, off my plate that they're handling and, and it's giving me the opportunity to to concentrate on some other um, on other events and, and programs that we're doing. And then may I ask just about the Community Foundation? Are you able to get funds from the Community Foundation of San Luis Obispo? Yeah, so we apply. We have to apply for grants with them, just like with everybody them. else does. Okay. And so, yeah, we you know every year we apply, and and we always hope that we can we can secure some funding from them as well. And uh, you know, we always we always try, no doubt about it. <laughs> well, maybe we can get there's a lot of there's a lot of competition out there. You know, there's a lot of programs, a lot of, a lot of great programs. Not only you know programs similar to ours, but you know, there's so many programs that you know feed the homeless, take care of you know people in need that are going through medical issues and. And just so many great things that are happening in the community, and so there's a, there's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of programs that are vying for those for those grant funds that are available, and so we're you know we're just we're part of that same mix, and so we you know we're competing to, to for that funding like everybody else is every day. It's probably three or four dozen people for every single event where you can, where you can fill out a form and you're going to get some money. Oh, for every grant opportunity, there's this. It's not. It's not a few dozen. It's a few hundred that are applying. It's it's amazing. The oh my gosh. The the the, the um, how many you know people are vying for those the same the same funding and everything. And and you know some sometimes we win, sometimes we lose on them. And you know and and you know just is what it is. And and we're we're stoked when we can when we can get get funding from any sources that we can to keep pushing the program forward. And thank you to Dr. Electric, Miss Etiquette, Diamond Jewelry and Loan, Jim Dritzis, Bruce Van Bork, The Cop Dental Group, Pismo Dice, Sierra Body Shop, Royal Grandy Home and Garden, Doug McMillan, The Natural Toolbox, Couch's Chevron, Elizabeth Head Insurance Services, United Way of San Luis Obispo County, Grinda Hour, and Splash Cafe. I'm going to have to get the Board of Supervisors interested in in putting a team together for this golf tournament. Yeah, that would be awesome to have. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be great. I love that idea. Okay. I'm going to do that. Awesome. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. 
Well, it's important that uh, we all stay connected with you and know what you're doing and know when your feet are on the ground in California and then uh, put some of these events that you mentioned today on our calendar. And, you know, we really appreciate it. And we love you, Dana. Oh, thank you so much. I love you, too. It's really you very simple. Awesome. Thank you. And thank you to the sound engineer. And we want to thank everyone for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thank you and goodbye. Thanks, everybody. You're welcome. You've been listening to the Fismo Beach Today Show with Anita Shower on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. For comments, questions, and to hear this broadcast in its entirety, find the podcast at 920kvec.com. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.